Hi, I'm Andrea Linares, Univision News anchor and host of U News, the podcast. This week, our podcast has a different format as our newsroom adjusts to working in the era of coronavirus. We'll be back to our regular format in no time. Thanks for listening. Today is Thursday, March 26. Here are today's top stories. The number of confirmed coronavirus cases in the United States is now more than 69,000, and the death toll has now surpassed 1,000. Health officials saying the disease has yet to peak in the U.S. Nearly 3.3 million Americans filed for unemployment benefits last week, according to the Labor Department, as more than half of the nation's states have closed non-essential businesses to slow down the spread of coronavirus. It was the highest number of claims filed in history. The U.S. Senate approved a $2 trillion stimulus package Wednesday night in a move to boost the economy. The measure is one of the largest emergency aid packages in the nation's history. It includes direct payments to individuals and families, unemployment relief benefits, loans for small businesses and large corporations. Republican Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell praised the bipartisan effort. I'm proud to announce tonight not a single senator voted against this $2 trillion rescue bill to save American individuals, small businesses, large businesses, and to provide considerable funding for the healthcare workers and the scientists and the doctors and others who are trying to solve this pandemic. Notably, McConnell has now sent the Senate into a recess until at least April 20th, though he claims senators would be ready to return on 24 hours notice if the need arises. Meanwhile, the aid package goes to the House of Representatives for a vote, which will most likely happen on Friday. President Trump has indicated that he will sign the legislation into law. New York City is now the epicenter of the outbreak in the U.S. Cases there are doubling every three days. Bellevue Hospital created a field morgue with tents and refrigerated trucks, with officials saying it's preparing for a possible surge in the need of autopsies. Elmhurst Hospital in Queens reporting 13 deaths at their facility alone in just 24 hours. Infection rates are rising everywhere as well. Louisiana, with nearly 1,800 cases as of Thursday morning, is experiencing the fastest growth in cases in the world, according to one study analyzed by the New York Times. Louisiana's governor, John Bell Edwards, fears hospitals in New Orleans could reach capacity very soon. If our growth continues, uh, we could potentially run out of vents in the New Orleans area in the first week in April. And, of course, this depends upon whether the curve gets flattened or whether the trajectory stays where it is. And it also depends on our ability to procure and allocate timely, ahead of the first week in April, additional uh, ventilators. This week, President Trump approved the governor's request for a major disaster declaration, which unlocks additional federal funding to combat the outbreak. Meanwhile, in Spain, officials voted to extend state of emergency measures until April 12th to tackle the spread of COVID-19 in the country. Spain is currently fourth in the world in terms of infections confirmed, just behind the U.S. with over 56,000 cases. In Uruguay, people in the capital of Montevideo protested last night against government measures to reduce the spread of the coronavirus. People turned off their lights and banged on their pans from their balconies. And in Mexico, 
all non-essential government events have been canceled starting today. Mexico's president, Andrés Manuel López Obrador, has been criticized for his slow response to the crisis. And in Venezuela, as the nation combats the spread of coronavirus amidst a collapsed health system and economy, the Trump administration announced today the indictment of Venezuela's leader, Nicolás Maduro, and members of his inner circle on charges of narco-terrorism. The department accused them of conspiring with Colombian rebels in the trafficking of tons of cocaine into the U.S. The indictment of a functioning head of state is highly unusual and is bound to increase tensions between Washington and Caracas. Thanks for listening to You News, the podcast. Don't forget to follow You News on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcast and subscribe, rate, and review. And join us tomorrow for a new episode. Until then.